The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. NFL Week 16, we got playoff scenarios going off like crazy right now. We got teams clinched in the playoffs, and we have the lines from Bavada Sportsbook ready to go, ready to make some picks, some locks, and so on and so forth. You're listening to Sean and Brad on the Get Paid Podcast. Brad, how you doing, my friend? Good morning, brother. It is a pleasure to talk to you after this weekend's lineup of games, which were awesome, by the way. Yeah, um, things are getting interesting. I was surprised that Dwayne Haskins played as as well as he did against Seattle. Um, but, uh, you know, Seattle narrowly missed covering the spread, at least in the, in where I got it. I had Seattle minus five and a half. And then Seattle, of course, Washington, um, um, you know, lost by five there. But I just, you know, two things I, I noticed about Seattle that I hadn't really noticed before. One is they cannot defend a slant. Right. Uh, as we were talking about, because um, right. I was watching that game with interest. And then um, the other is that, you know, Washington was ba- able to basically do what they wanted to in the run game with an inferior running back. Like their starting running back wasn't in the lineup, but their offensive line, which I wouldn't say is dominant, um, they were able to run the ball. Um, fairly well, and then Seattle also was able to run the ball against Washington's tough defensive line. Um, right. So, you know, we're starting to see some. Well, I guess Seattle's defense had been weak all year, but um, they have been. They, so, you know, they've they've started buttoning up a little bit, but they're definitely not that great of a group. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of questions about a lot of teams right now. But the one thing I think the one takeaway is I, I just don't see how you bet against Kansas City um, once yeah. the playoffs start. Yeah, you'd be a fool to do so. I mean, to bet against Mahomes and and Andy Reid to cover would be a mistake by anyone's account. I just, why would you do it? Yeah, the the New Orleans Saints. I mean, they were. I don't know how you can play that team any better defensively. Sure, sure. they played great. You and, know, and if there's ever a, a way, you know, it's like the Packers won, but it wasn't a great win. And you know, I think you can lose and still feel good about it. I think that's possible. I guess, yeah, and you know, Breeze. We were laughing about Breeze because he was doing his calisthenics oh, on the sideline oh, and all God. that stuff. Um, I mean, it, it, look, New Orleans to me, the as, as, in Week 15, the teams that were playing the best football coming into Week 15 to me were New Orleans. With respect yeah. to Drew Brees being out, like you know, the defense yeah. is playing good. It was New Orleans in the NFC. And it was Buffalo in the AFC. I think Buffalo has been outplaying the other teams in terms of product on the field. I'm not saying these should be the Super Bowl picks. Sure, sure. But you know, and Buffalo really blew the doors off. I can't even remember who they played on uh, Saturday. I who think was it was it? Pittsburgh. No, well, they beat Pittsburgh since the last time we talked, but they beat— Oh, Denver. They played yeah. Denver. I mean, they, they yeah. thrashed Denver. It was kind of yeah. embarrassing, honestly. Like, De- De- Denver couldn't do anything to stop anybody, especially in the first half. Green Bay, meanwhile, gets the win, but then they kind of fall flat in the uh, second sure. half. But, you know, Carolina, I think, is better than they get credit for everywhere, so— yeah, no, it's true. That's a good point. I mean, that's a real football team. It's not like the Jets or the Bengals. They yeah. they can actually play. They've had some injuries to their best guys. Um, that defensive front of theirs was really impressive. And, um, you know, the, the spread was eight points, and Green Bay won by eight. So it's not like it went down any way differently than they thought, you know? 
Yeah, and I'm looking at um, you know the Bavada futures here, and I, I did just confirm that Kansas City is still the odds-on favorite here to win, and they and they should be. They absolutely should sure. be. But I'm looking down the line here. Where else? Uh, so Green Bay's at plus nine hundred. Is Kansas City's plus three twenty-five? Who else do we have? New Orleans is in there. And Pittsburgh was the other one I was looking at. It's plus five fifty. And where's Buffalo at? Where are they getting any love? Are they getting any love? No, they're, man. They're Buffalo's at plus twenty five hundred. Yeah, uh, you know, I think the resume and tenure have something to do with it. This is kind of their first entry to the dance, you know. I this guess is like the first time we've considered them. So you know, they they're not going to get a lot of respect until it's let's say the second or third year where they've been really good, you know. I guess. I mean, I, I don't see how Baltimore, Baltimore's at plus fourteen hundred. I don't see how there are better odds, you know. Look, I mean, Lamar Jackson can't throw the ball. I know. You know, know. Josh Allen can. I'm not saying Josh Allen's a... But look, at this point, Josh Allen's a better NFL quarterback than Lamar Jackson. It's just... Come on. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Lamar Jackson is quite the weapon. You're right, though. You're right. Josh Allen is playing really well. You know who else is playing well is that Jalen Hurts from Philadelphia. Yeah, how do you look yesterday? They they got oh they gosh. lost, didn't they? They lost, but Hertz looked better, and his completion percentage isn't there yet. But you know, I think that'll come. I mean, he looked better to me. We we're just talking about Josh Allen. He looked better to me in his what is this, his second start than Josh Allen did his entire rookie year. Yeah, I'll give you that. He is he is playing really well. The game doesn't seem to be too big for him. No, yeah, that's um, and he trading bar not trading bars but like, you know, going blow for blow with uh, Kyler Murray on the other side. Kyler Murray had himself a game yesterday too. So Oh yeah, he played really well. It's so fun to watch that guy. He's just so dynamic. Yeah, we had a we had a pretty good slate of games. I liked watching uh, Miami uh New England yesterday. That was fun. I think uh oh, let me look back. What did um yesterday the uh the Miami Dolphins were two-and-a-half-point favorites, according to Bavada, over the yeah. New England Patriots, and they covered that spread. So that was kind of fun yep. to see them really finally beat a, a reasonably good team, but beat the team that they should win that's tough, that could give them some problems, and they and they did end up sure, handling sure. them. And, uh, that, yeah, they, you're right. That's a step up for them. And they should have actually—they had a fumble return for a touchdown. It was called back because of like a— you know, a, a guy not really involved in that return ended up touching it with while his foot was out of bounds. Um, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah and then the uh, and the interception that Tua threw. I mean, you could make the argument that he should have, you know, maybe um, took the sack there because he got hit right as he threw it. But that was would have been yeah. a touchdown drive or at least a field goal drive. That uh, so that I mean, Miami basically dominated New England, which was interesting to see. So Miami, by the way, has the the Raiders, and they have the. Uh, who is it? The um, Bills to end the season, but the Bills might not wow. even be playing their starters in Week 17, depending on right, the seeding right. and all that. Miami are they wild cards at the moment, or are they at the outside? moment they are. Yeah, they are nine and five, but yeah. Baltimore is screaming. Baltimore, if the season ends today, would not be in the playoffs at nine and five. Wow, that is wild. Mm-hmm. So you got uh, the the Cleveland Browns right now are ten and four, and they have the top wild card seed along with the I think the Indianapolis Colts because the Colts yep. and the Titans are both 10 and 4 and then um, right below that you got the Dolphins who have the last playoff seed at 9 and 5 and then you have the Baltimore Ravens who were out if the season ended today at 9 and 5 but the crazy thing is they were saying that if the if the Giants ended up winning and beat the Browns last night the Browns would have fallen to 9 and 5 but based on tiebreakers they would have been out of the playoffs and Baltimore and Miami 
would be in the playoffs. So even at 10 and four, like Cleveland kind of needs to keep winning. Yeah, you know? yep, they do. Yeah, there's a lot of strong teams on the upper end in the AFC, don't you think? Absolutely. And then you got the NFC where this weekend, coming this coming weekend, if Washington can beat Carolina, which I don't think is a gimme, especially if Dwayne Haskins is playing. Um, but you got to credit, Dwayne Haskins um, did bring Washington back to you know kind of be competitive at the end of that game against Seattle, which I sure. didn't think would happen, but it did. Um, if Haskins ends up, um, you know, being able to beat Carolina and Alex Smith might be back too. And if the New York Giants lose to Baltimore, which I think is going to happen, then Washington clinches the division. They'd be seven and, um, seven and eight and they would clinch the NFC in week 16. Meanwhile, if the playoffs then were to start, that would mean that they would host a playoff game. They would host if the season were to end today. And it looks like it, uh, you know, regardless of when it ends, it looks like they're they're looking pretty good as the Arizona Cardinals. Washington would host the Arizona Cardinals in the first week of the playoffs. See, now I think that rule has to change. I, agree. I always have. I, you know, if you're not even a 500 team, then why should you be hosting someone that has a three-game lead on you? It just it doesn't add up, and it's not fair. And I know fairness isn't necessarily a thing that we should consider because I've been here for 39 years. Ain't nothing fair about it, but... I don't know, man. It doesn't seem right. What do you think, Sean? My my feeling is, look, you know, I understand. We, we've had kind of a conversation with this before, and I kind of changed my spot during one of our conversations, and I still kind of agree with where I changed it to is, you know, the, the, the rules in place, if you win the division, you know, it should mean something. And, and that's why the, the NF, you know, the NFL decides that if you win a division, you should get a playoff, you should host a playoff game. But my feeling is, if you can't even finish 500, Right. Then you want a crummy division. Right. Exactly. If the rest of the NFL is beating up, because at, look, you know, four teams, which means each team plays three other teams twice. Yep. So you got, you know, unless there are ties, you got six wins and six losses down the line. Right. So this year, the NFC East is beating up in each other. Some teams are beating right. some teams right. or whatever. Right. So everybody's kind of finishing 500 in the NFC East. Okay, great. Well, what are they doing outside of the division? They're losing. They're losing to everybody. They're losing to everybody. That's what it tells you. Right. That's what it tells you for sure. And so if if, great you, point. if you if you win a division and you're under 500, then you won a bad division. Should you make the playoffs? Sure, I'll give you the playoffs. You should make the playoffs. But should you host a playoff game automatically? No. If you can't make it to 500, I think that you should be in jeopardy of losing You know the, your right to host a playoff game. Yeah, I, I understand completely, and I, I totally agree. If you can't even get to 8-8, eight eight, then you should not host anything, especially when you go against a team from a better division that isn't the winner because they're in a better division and they've won two or three more games than you. It's just not right. They got it. I think they have to look at that to be honest. So here's how I would, here's how I would do it. I would have division winner. Okay. So let's say Washington, let's just say Washington, Arizona, because if the season were to end today, that's those, that would be the matchup. So let's keep okay. it easy. Right. So let's project You would think that the, the Washington football team will finish somewhere around, let's say they, they finish seven and nine. Okay. So they're right. under 500 just for the argument's yeah. sake. And let's say Arizona wins out and they're 10 and 6. I feel like if you win if you win a division you're under 500. And if your opponent is at least, you know, is is 3 games better or let's say 2 and a half. 2 and a half games better and yep. if you haven't played that season because I feel like if Washington and Arizona played, which I think they actually did, and Washington won, 
Yeah, and Washington won the head-to-head. I think they should still own the right to the playoff yep, game. I can see that. I can see that. So, I, but I, I think they should. I think there should be rules in place to take take the playoff. I mean, look. I mean, it, because what I'm thinking about is if Washington was in the AFC, and they're going to be locking horns with the number seven seed, who's an eleven and five team, and Washington's seven and nine, and they're four games worse than their than the team that they're hosting. Give me a break. Yeah, I know it's terrible. Yeah, so I, I think they should. There should be a mechanism now. If they if they won the head to head matchup in the season, then I think they should keep it. So I think that should yeah, be that kind could of be the, the only caveat. That's a that's a really good good metric right there. I hadn't considered that. I agree with that. Let me look at uh, because they had to have played because I know they played the West this year. So let me see who they uh, when they played. So they played the Forty ers When did they play Arizona? And Arizona beat them thirty to fifteen earlier in the oh, year. Okay, all right. So there's that. Right. Yeah, but that was when Haskins. I mean, it's a different team. And believe me, you know what, Washington. Because I was thinking about this. Like, if Washington ends up because their defense is next level, and since Alex Smith has been the starting quarterback, they were four and one with Alex Smith as a starting quarterback. They're like wow. they're a different team with Alex Smith. Look, man, like Green Bay, your team. I think Washington matches up with Alex Smith at quarterback pretty well with Green yeah. Bay. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, what's the story with Alex Smith? Is he going to come back or what's it looks? Injury? It looks like he is. I was looking at that today. His calf injury on that leg it's a calf strain but he said it's completely unrelated to the um to the surgery and all that stuff okay. so i think he was literally just out with a calf strain it didn't seem like it was like they were worried that his repair was wrong or you know something was wrong with that so it looks like i mean he was questionable until saturday i think that he'd probably play against carolina this week but we'll see man if he's out it's it it does give you a little concern yeah yeah just a little bit um uh, let's get into some rapid fire how you feel about that man I'm down. Let's do it. Knock these games out. All right. Uh, we got Thursday night football. Minnesota uh, plus seven, according to Bavada versus New Orleans. Who you got? Wow. Minnesota plus seven, man. You know, I like them to cover, actually. I think they can hang in there with anybody, to be honest. I'm not going to say they're going to win, but I think they cover that seven. <sighs> man, I don't I don't know. I, I like the defense. I'm going to take New Orleans, but this is right on the push line for me. Yeah. Um, I just I, I'd stay away from it, especially it's Thursday night football. But Minnesota is so goofy, man. That Chicago game was like I just kept waiting for Minnesota to do something, and they scored you know, they, a lot they, of points. They are against. goofy. They are goofy. But those division games, man, you know. Yeah, how you're right. Go. You're right. But yes, they, and at the same time, they're very goofy for sure. Yeah, and I noticed that like, Kirk Cousins bypassed Justin Jefferson. You know, their stud rookie receiver. You know, he has more catches now in his rookie season than Randy Moss did in wow. his rookie season. Although those are different catches, Randy Moss. You remember the Randy Moss rookie year, oh, man? Yeah. Oh the, yeah, those are all touchdowns. <laughs> I know those seventy. They're all bombs for touchdowns. Yeah, I know that that Thanksgiving game where he just completely owned uh, Deion Sanders. It was a, yeah. just a beauty. It was just a yeah. beautiful thing to watch. That was legendary. Yeah, but um, it ju- like I I keep seeing Cousins on the goal line throw it. It's frustrating to me as a fantasy football player because I have Justin Jefferson, like you know, on the on the big team, the playoffs and everything, and he's it, Justin Jefferson. I watched him look him off open in the end zone to to feed uh, to feed Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen keeps catching the touchdowns, but you know that next year, um, next year Minnesota is going to be you know back to being. I think Minnesota, um, if they didn't have an awful first part of the year, I think Minnesota yep, would have been just fine, but. Um, Justin Jefferson, I think, is going to be the best receiver on the team. Plus, they still they're still going to have Adam Thielen. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be an interesting yeah. squad, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, next one we got Atlanta, <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons plus eleven according to Bavada versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh boy, gotta go Kansas City, hundred percent. 
Yeah, I, this to me again is kind of on the push line. Atlanta's been playing a little bit better, but they really kind of blew it in the second half. That's Atlanta's story uh, of the last like three or four years. They just they For cannot sure. hold a lead. And actually, Boy, you can and Ryan can't hold the lead against Brady, can he? No, he cannot. And so, um, yeah, Atlanta, I, I, I think 11's probably a little bit too much, but it is Kansas City. But you know, we said this last week, Kansas City's not really blown the doors off of people. It looked like they were doing really well against New Orleans, and then New Orleans closed the gap and actually pushed that spread. Um, I'll take Kansas City because I won't bet against them, but I, I, this sure. one's another one that's on the push line for me. Uh, we got Carolina, who we were talking about before. Plus two and a half versus Washington. Carolina's effectively on that. Oh, no, they, they played Saturday, not Thursday. So uh, maybe one extra day of rest, but not a big deal. Anyway, Carolina plus two and a half at Washington. I'll take Carolina, man. I think they're impressive. I actually do like Bridgewater. I actually really like their defense. And uh, as long as Alex Smith isn't playing for Washington, I'll take them to cover Carolina. Yeah, I, I feel like if Alex Smith is playing, I'll take Washington to, uh, you know, to clinch the playoffs next weekend. But if he doesn't play... Um, Carolina is one of these teams. They're not a bad team. They're, they're not. I mean, they're, and you said their defensive line's good. I agree. Um, we'll see. I don't think that's a slam dunk for Washington. I think all Washington fans right, right now are assuming Washington's going to clinch the playoffs this week, and they could. But I think they need Alex Smith to do that. But then again, you know, I said that uh, you know Seattle, they, you know, they needed. And by the way, I will say this: if Washington had Alex Smith yesterday, I think they would have won that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think they would have won that game like by like two scores. Like they're def- I like Alex. And Washington's defense is legit, so good for them. Uh, next one, we got Chicago minus seven and a half, according to Bavada, at Jacksonville. Wow, I was going to wonder why is Chicago a seven and a half point <laughs> favorite against anybody? Um, I like Jacksonville to cover. I really do, especially with that half a point past the seven. I dig that. This is another one. I, I actually, when I was setting the line myself, I put Chicago minus seven. I hate that half point. I agree with you, um, but that one's right close to the push line, so I stay away from it. Chicago, good for them getting the run game going the last couple of weeks. I've been pretty critical of that. Um, Trubisky, man, since he's been back, they've been winning. It's interesting I know. because, I, know. I mean, Chicago should win this game, right? They should go to eight and seven. Yeah. That leaves Arizona a little bit vulnerable. Um, you know, in that eight spot. Although I think Arizona should be safe, but we're going to see, man. They still have to deal with... Um, they get San Francisco, who's weakened, so that helps Arizona. And then um, I think they have to deal with... Who was it? Like the Rams or somebody at the end of the year? I can't remember. Hmm. But uh, Arizona, if they went out there, and that's the big deal. Uh, let's see here. We got Cincinnati, um, who hasn't played. We're recording this on Monday morning before Cincinnati versus Pittsburgh, but it's Cincinnati plus eight and a half, according to Bovada versus Houston. Oh, I think Houston uh, suffered a tough one this week. I, I look for them to cover for sure. I think Watson goes nuts, to be honest. Yeah, and they, um, man, that fumble at the end of the game there, drive it up. Houston's not a bad team. It's it, This is like the season from hell for them. Hey, for sure, 100%. And it's Cincinnati, guys. Like, you know, they might be able to get a couple of points, but I agree with you. I think Deshaun Watson is absolutely going to go crazy. I'll take Houston to cover there as well. Uh, we got Cleveland, big one. Cleveland minus 10.5 at the New York Jets. Wow, look at Cleveland. I'm uh-huh. gonna, you know what? I'm on board. I'm going to take them to cover. I know it's 10 points, and I know it's a half point also. Um, but I think Baker's balling, man, and I think he continues it. Yeah, Baker, man, he's playing with confidence, and you know, I think he's really kind of fed in, and, and the offensive, you know, like uh, Stefanski knows what plays to call, and Baker knows how to execute the plays. Yep. I um, mean, it's taken a half season, but he's he's balling out, man. He really is, so I'm, I'm impressed by it's what awesome. he's doing. And they got that run game, and the defense, when they have Miles Garrett in there, is is a pretty decent defense. Um, 
So they got a lot of good things going for them. How about those Jets, man, beating the Rams yesterday? Yeah, good for them, man. I, I love guess. That. Not if you're a I Jets guess. fan, well, because it's, now they— It's actually not good for them, but— Now now they've uh, they've effectively lost their, their chance to get uh, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, um, God, that's so stupid. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. It's terrible. Although, let me say this, because I think Trevor Lawrence can go back in the draft. If the Jets uh-huh. had the number one pick, I would leave. I wouldn't go to the Jets. I would go back to college. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously, I do the Andrew Luck thing. Just go back to college for a year. Andrew Luck's like, I don't want to play for Cleveland. Screw yeah, that. Well, especially if they have that guy gay still. Come on. No, nah, they man, that would be something else if they kept him. Oh, I, God. I think they'll let him go. They'll probably hire the hot offensive candidate and they'll draft whatever quarterback they can get at the number two pick. Although, look, man, if you know it would be something else is if the Jets win, like win out, they would have to win out because Cincinnati would have the three at this point. They're two, what are they, two eight and one or two nine yeah, and one or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Um, it would be wild if the Jets fall out of the top two, but uh, but yeah, dude. Like if I'm if I'm what's his face uh, Lawrence, like he plays in where is Clemson? Is that South Carolina in the state? I don't uh, know. It's one of the Carolinas. Yeah, I think it's South them. Carolina. I'd rather go to Jacksonville at the number one pick. They're going to have a new coaching staff too. Go to Jacksonville. It's only a, you know a couple hours away. Yeah, I'd rather go to Jacksonville as well. To be honest, and I think the ownership is better there too in Jacksonville. Yeah, so. I think they have a better organization in Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Jets really screwed themselves by beating the Rams. <laughs> and I know. <laughs> and they were dominating. The Rams couldn't get it done at the end. Jared Goff it fell flat. We'll talk about that in a bit, I guess. Even when they win, they lose. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Denver, according to Bavada, plus three versus the L.A. Chargers at the L.A. Chargers. I'm going to go with Chargers. I love their quarterback. I know they lose close games and they haven't put it all together, but I like what they got going on over there better than Denver. You know, Justin Herbert, dude, he's he's really good. Yeah, he's great, man. He's, he's really, awesome. really good. So I'll take I'll take the Chargers as well. I think Denver came back and, and won <clears throat> like they clipped uh the Chargers right at the end the last time they played, but I, I think I think the Chargers will end up uh winning this one, running away with it. Um we got Indianapolis plus two and a half at Pittsburgh. <coughs> oh wow, what a game. I love this. That one's a good um, game. I'm gonna go with Indy, man. I think they're stronger. I think they're they're more tenacious. I think they're playing much better football. You know, defense for defense, I think they're similar. Like, in, and I would actually say the chart, the the Colts' defense is probably going to be a little bit better, given that the Steelers are still trying to re um, or readjust after some key injuries. I think the Pittsburgh offense is better, but it's one dimensional. We talk about this; they don't run right. the ball. I'm going to take right. Indianapolis here in the points. Yeah, yeah I think Indianapolis do. matches up really well with them. <clears throat> we'll see, man. That's gonna that's gonna be a really good game. And, uh, you know, that could actually propel, in theory, Buffalo. It would. If Buffalo can take care of business, that would make Buffalo the number two seed, if that were to happen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. Uh, Let's see here. We got Miami, according to Bovada, minus two and a half at the Las Vegas Raiders. It does not look like Derek Carr will be back for that game. Got to go Miami. Is it just me, or is every game Miami ever play in their two and a half point? (laughs) <laughs> that's like the constant line for them all year no matter who they go against yeah it's it's i think it's because their offense doesn't it's not explosive at this point they just do what they need to do to win and they're winning games the defense is good look i don't think that las vegas with with uh, Mariota is going to be able to move the ball um very well they're probably going to go to a little bit more like maybe more like read option kind of stuff and and try to hit you over the top i don't think Mariota is like awful and he might be better at this point than tua is but the Miami defense, man, they can stop anything. So 
And their offense will do enough. I'll, I'll take Miami as well. Uh, we got uh, the New York Giants, according to Bavada, plus nine and a half versus the Baltimore Ravens. Mm, that's interesting. I think the Giants can cover. I'm not that impressed with Baltimore. And I'm, I'm becoming a little bit impressed with New York. So I think they cover for sure. You know, I think Baltimore, I think they're going to keep running. Um, oh, wait a second. I do think they're going to keep rolling, but I, nine and a half is a lot. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes here. I read, I read them wrong. As I, <clears throat> I'm like Ron Burgundy. I can't do anything other than read the prompter, except I can't read the prompter <laughs> either. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens to win by like a touchdown. I don't think it'll be like particularly close, but I think the Giants, it's a lot. <clears throat> so I agree with you there, Brett. Let's see here. We got the San Francisco 49ers plus three and a half, according to Bavada, versus the Arizona Cardinals. You know what? I'm going to give some love to Arizona, man. I'm just going to throw it out there. This was a toss-up for me, and I, I could have gone either way, but I'm, I'm pulling for Arizona, so there it is. There you go. Hey, Brad, I don't know if you're a little bit further away from the phone. I can't hear, hear you as well. Um, just a little shout-out to sound. Oh, quality. sorry, buddy. Yeah, this yeah. is better. Yeah, it's okay. way better. My way bad. better. My bad. Yeah, um, so yeah, Arizona, I'm with you. I'll take Arizona as well. I think they'll keep rolling. San Francisco, you know, I'm just not a big believer in Mullins. Mostert got hurt again. I think San Francisco is just going to look to, like everybody else in the world, just put 2020 behind them and look to 2021 here. I think exactly. it's, they're eliminated now. It's They're not, they're not. you know, it's it's over. And I think Arizona needs to win more. Kyler Murray, just next level. I'll take Arizona as well. We got Tampa Bay, minus 7.5 versus Detroit. Who you got? Ooh, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay to put one together, to be honest. I, I know that half a point's there, and I, I usually don't like that, but I think maybe they win this one by two touchdowns. Um, Detroit, if, if Galladay's in the lineup, I'll take Detroit because of that half point. But assuming Galladay's still out, I'll just take go, go ahead and take Tampa Bay here. Yeah. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams, who really screwed themselves with the loss to the freaking Jets, um, they are plus two and a half at Seattle. Who you got? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I, you know, when these two teams get together, man, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a battle, division game. Um, I got to go Seattle, though. I do. I'll take the home team there to cover the field goal. I, I'm with you. It's yeah. it's a battle. It's a coin flip. It's like you know when Pittsburgh and Baltimore play. Usually, I say take the points. Um, the Rams definitely were caught looking ahead to Seattle um, last week. I cannot believe they lost to the Jets. I cannot believe that. Unbelievable. And so you know what ends up happening is the betting world freaks out and they start piling money on the Seattle Seahawks and they, the the Rams come out and like win by ten points. Blazing, you know, that's, for that's, sure. That's the NFL. So I'm going to stay away from it because of the division stuff. But I'll take Seattle on the pick. Uh, we got Philadelphia. This is actually a massive game here because if Washington and, and New York lose, yeah, um, Dallas, I believe, could come into a record-wise tie if they can win. So anyway, it's Philadelphia minus one. And by the way, Philadelphia is within like a game and a half of the division still. So Philadelphia, if they win out, they could. It's it's just wild. Philadelphia minus one um, at Dallas. Oh my God! What a game. God, I love this. I'm going to look for Doug Peterson to just destroy McCarthy. That's why I'm going with Philly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to take Philly because I like their their new quarterback and their yeah, defense plays better than Dallas's defense. I just think Philadelphia is better. Um, yeah, I do too. And if they went to Jalen Hurts earlier in the year, Philadelphia would be winning the division right now. So, yeah. And if Dak Prescott never got hurt, Dallas would be winning the division. Wild. Just a weird Maybe. year for the NFC East. Uh, I got two more games left. Got Sunday Night Football. Great matchup. Tennessee Titans plus three and a half at the Green Bay Packers. Oh, God. So, all right. If I wasn't partial and I didn't want to put a hex on us, I would go with Tennessee, to be honest, because I don't think Green Bay matches up well with Tennessee. Um, but I got to go Green Bay. Just just not to jinx it. That's where I'm at. Sorry, guys. Um, I I actually like 
Because uh, Tennessee's defense is kind of weird, I actually like Green Bay's passing attack versus Tennessee this week. Um, And Green Bay's at home, and they kind of laid that egg in the second half, but were able to still you know win by eight in that game. I'm going to take Green Bay there. I actually think Green Bay's the better team at this point. Um, so I'm going to keep rolling with uh, with Aaron Rodgers. That 40 touchdown to four interception, ten to yeah. one. Yeah, unbelievable. All right, okay. Monday Night Football. Um, it seemed like it would be a good matchup before the year, but it's actually just kind of lackluster. I don't even know if I'll watch it. Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo minus six and a half versus New England. Ooh, ooh. You know what? I'm going to look for Buffalo to put one on them. I think they cover easy. You know, I'm going to go ahead and take New England. Uh, to me, that to me, it's a five. It should be a five-point spread. I'm going to take New England and the points there. And I bet you by the time this game rolls around, it's going to be Buffalo minus seven and a half. Sure. I bet the money will go over there. You know, New England was it was in an opportunity or had a chance in Buffalo at the end of the game to actually win that game, and Cam Newton fumbled. I think that Belichick knows Josh Allen pretty well. I think they're going to give Buffalo's offense enough problems to allow their you know, yeah. I th- I feel like it's going to be like a twenty three to seventeen game, something like that. that. Yep. So I'll take New England, but I don't like betting it at all. So I'm going to have to uh, going to have to really sharpen my pencil as I get in and uh, start working these Bavada lines um, as I get closer to the week here. So there you go. There's a full show. Um, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a lot more playoff awesome. teams clinch this week. So uh, two weeks left, and then we're into playoff time. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Anyway, hey Brad, you got anything else for the crowd before we go? I got nothing to say, everybody. There you go. Hey, have a, have a wonderful, safe, happy holiday. We'll catch you again next week. You want to get paid? Then get paid. Sean and Brad help you with the games. From the fantasy to the gambling. We the NFL experts help you win. You better tune in for the two hosts. They know everything from the players to the coaches. So get paid on a Sunday. Because the team right here know the game the most. From Shottown to the Florida coast. Got swag. Got butter with the toast. Brad's a washed up model. Don't hate on that. Sean writes the fantasy football almanac. So quit that losing time to win. We talk fantasy or real. Whatever you win. You're going to wish this podcast never ends. Now get ready. Ready for the best show to begin. Let's go.